0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Health Cafe. I'm your host, Vanessa Tiu. I hope you all have been having a great week, had a great end of your last week since we last chatted. Not gonna lie, my life has been pretty hectic the last little bit between moving in, just trying to unbox things and everything, get back into a work schedule, it's wedding season. There is so much going on. But let's jump right into our segments and what is fueling me today. So last week, a lot of the weather was just gross, disgusting, raining the first few days when I moved in were like disgusting. But recently it has been beautiful out. It is finally walking weather and I love that Toronto is such a walkable city. I, besides the fact that I don't really want to spend money on transportation right now, I have been walking everywhere. And that is definitely what is fueling me this week. While Alan and I live pretty close together now, we still live about a 20 Toronto minute walk away from each other. And that is probably like a, just a casual walk, like a nice stroll, not like speed walking, running, or like walking really, really slow, you know? So we have been going to work at coffee shops together. He's currently studying for MCAT and I obviously am just doing my daily admin work. And we have been meeting up over near his place to go for coffee shop dates. And I have just been walking every single time. It has been so nice out, like low 20s, like 21, 22, literally the perfect hot girl walk outside walk. Mind you, I don't love the term hot girl walk. So we're just going to call it like my daily, my daily coffee walk right now. Um, but yeah, I have just been loving going for daily walks and walking everywhere rather than taking transport now that it's sunny, it's beautiful, and it's just perfect walking weather. I'm obsessed. We love it. What I'm sipping on this week, okay, so let me tell you, I uh, still have a lot of boxes that are kind of just miscellaneous things, like a lot of books. If you guys follow my Instagram, YouTube, whatever, you know that I am a huge bookworm, and I don't even have half of my books with me right now. More than half of them are still at my parents' house, so I just brought the ones that were with me at my previous place, And I don't have a bookshelf yet, so I have about six or seven boxes just filled with books right now that are scattered about, and I also haven't unpacked my desk stuff yet. So my desk situation is still a little bit of a mess. This week, that is the goal, is to finish unboxing all of my desk stuff, because that's really the only box that I have left to do. Other than that, like I am starting to feel really settled in. Everything else is basically unpacked besides that stuff that I just mentioned. I've also been going furniture shopping. I recently bought bar stools for my little island situation. And so I'm picking those up this week. I'm also going to go furniture shopping in person, but I've really been having fun just like online furniture shopping so far. And I'm really excited to finally go in person and like try some couches out and just see pieces in person. I feel like it's so different. When you see it in a space rather than online. So I'm very excited to just, you know, decorate and really take my time making this space my home. Eventually, I want to get rid of all of the IKEA furniture that I have right now and just redo my bedroom and office completely. Make them really individual and really to my liking, what my interior design preferences is. I'm also going to have so much fun renovating this place eventually because it's my home and just really making it tuned to me. I'm so excited for for that whole process and I have been loving every single second of it. But besides that, I've also been enjoying going out to eat every so often. Now that I'm downtown, it is so tempting to just go out for every single meal because there are so many amazing food places literally all around me that it takes a good strength and willpower to not just go like, "Ah, I'm gonna go grab dinner out tonight and call it a day because that would be so bad for my wallet. But I have been enjoying going out to eat every few days. Like I'd say like once or twice a week going out for like a lunch or dinner has been a lot of fun. Alan and I have been able to try a few new food places around me that were recommended by some friends and they were amazing. So I honestly am such a foodie as well and that has been a lot of fun for me just being downtown now and being able to do that. The last thing that I'm currently sipping on is the fact that it is wedding season. It is the middle of June and I have been to two weddings so far this year and that, is the most weddings I have ever been to. I have literally not been to a wedding since I was probably around 14, But I guess I'm getting to that age, like I'm 21. One of the weddings that I actually just went to was a couple friend that was my age. So it definitely is interesting getting to this age of seeing friends getting married and like a little bit of pressure being put on me and my partner. But honestly, I love just being a guest at weddings as well. I feel like that was something that we had always talked about is wanting to be guests at weddings before having our own wedding and so Just the fact that it's wedding season is something that has like been very prevalent in my life recently and just having friends getting married and just being able to like get dressed up, get all pretty, like wearing the dresses that I bought over covid that I thought, you know, I'm just going to buy it because it's pretty and actually getting to wear those now. I love it so much. Like I actually really enjoy getting dressed up and I kind of miss being in high school and having like semi formals and getting to wear like pretty dresses every so often. So wedding season has definitely been fun for me so far. I don't think we have any other weddings this summer unless one randomly pops up. But for those of you that are also in your like early, mid, even late twenties, know that summer is just super busy wedding season and it feels like there's one almost every other weekend. Moving on to my recent go-to's, I am still on a bit of a Greek wave, and I have been loving the PC tzatziki with naan. Alan and I had a little bit of a Greek chicken dinner the other night and bought a giant tub of the PC tzatziki, as well as naan, a giant just like stack of 10 pieces of naan. And so I have had that leftover in my fridge for the last week. And I have just been casually snacking on naan and tzatziki. And so that has definitely been a recent fave and a go-to. Not necessarily the most healthy thing, but we are in a little bit of a bulking season, so it's okay. (laughs) I have also been loving tube tops and trousers. They are just such a simple go-to outfit. And with the summer, like, kind of in between... Warm and super hot weather, I feel like it's perfect. I have a bunch of just really comfy, flowy trousers and a few different colored tube tops from Aritzia TNA. And it's just such a simple throw together, you look good, you look classy, you look put together, your comfortable outfit that I have been doing a version of this type of outfit almost every single day. It is definitely my go-to right now. I cannot get enough of this style of outfit and I think it is the perfect city walk around outfit as well, just because it is so comfy and casual. But like I said, you also look put together, but it is so easy to just throw on and put together. So I have been loving that. And lastly, I have also just been doing a lot of really minimal summer makeup. And I find for me, especially when summer rolls around, I don't wear a whole lot of makeup as it is. So my summer makeup is really, really minimal. And my go-to products for just a minimal summer makeup look right now has been the La Roche posay tinted sunscreen with my charlotte tilbury beautiful skin foundation as well as the charlotte tilbury mascara and then throw on a little bit of laura mercier champagne pop you knew this was coming highlight to just top it all off give it a good glowy finish and basically set to go If I wanted to do a little bit more on top of that, I would add a little bit of concealer, a little bit of contour, maybe a little bit of blush, nothing too crazy, maybe the tiniest little bit of a orangey bronzed eyeshadow if I'm going for a little bit more makeup. But those four products that I mentioned first are basically it, all that I have been wearing, super simple, ready in less than 10 minutes if I am wearing makeup. But a lot of the time, I if I'm not going out for too long or if I'm not shooting photos, I'm not doing anything, I go pretty barefaced and just wear like a moisturizer with a sunscreen on top and call it a day. I think my skin is finally reacting to a little bit of the moving stress and has been kind of breaking out on me a lot, so I definitely have been on the minimal side of makeup recently just until it kind of clears up and we get through that stress skin season, also hormonal skin season. For those of you girls that totally understand me and where I'm coming from, my skin is just having a nice little flare up right now, so no to little makeup looks have been it for me so that I don't irritate any of that and it can heal as fast and quickly as possible. So now finally getting into what you all have been waiting for spilling today's tea which is all about how to build healthy habits and building routine that you love and really figuring out how to stick to it making it sustainable and just making it long lasting. I get asked all the time, how am I so productive all the time? How do I keep on my routine? How do I just stick to my habits? And so today we are talking all about that, how to build a routine, how to stick to healthy habits every single little bit, my tips, my tricks, how I do it, and also just how you can personally build your own routine and find one that really works for you. I think that building healthy habits really goes hand in hand with building a sustainable routine that you really enjoy. So I'm going to start with the habit side of things and really how to build healthy habits that you love that you can stick to and that are long lasting. The biggest thing that I always tell people when they ask, how do you maintain all of your healthy habits? How did you get into that? Is that you have to start small. You may have a huge list of healthy habits that you want to get into, that you just want to be doing on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, etc., but the biggest thing that you need to remember is to start small. If you jump into it all at once and try and take on all these new healthy habits, just all these new habits and new things that are out of your ordinary routine in general, you are going to overload yourself and fail. It's just you crash and burn basically is what happens because you're taking on so many new things that it's just so unattainable. Maybe it works every so often. Some people can just take on a lot of new things and stick to it. But for the majority of people, you want to start small. One new habit every week, maybe every two weeks until you get that habit really down pat. The saying goes is that it takes 21 days to form a habit and 90 days to form a lifestyle. So if you want to start implementing that as just a general rule of thumb, something to kind of remember and keep in the back of your brain as just how our brains and bodies function is that it takes 21 days of doing something every single day consistently to form it as a habit. And it takes 90 days until it's integrated into your lifestyle. Keeping that in mind, I would really suggest to make a list of all the habits that you think you would like to integrate into your life, whether it's in your routine or just your daily lifestyle, just so that you kind of have an idea of everything that you want to start incorporating and start with one of the easiest ones. I feel like one thing that a lot of people often think is that they want to start drinking more water, and that's something that I find is super easy to start with because It's something that you already are doing. For example, you drink water on a daily basis, so you just need to drink more of it. For example, that could be using a giant water bottle that you keep with you and you bring around all the time or something that you can just refill consistently so that you know you're drinking water and also has some sort of trackability and accountability to it. With that, picking habits that also reinforce each other and help make the other habits easier or just flow naturally together really helps to, again, reinforce those habits. For example, drinking more water in daily movement. The more you move your body, the more you sweat, the more thirsty you will be because your body is getting rid of that liquid and is wanting to take in more. So those two kind of just flow naturally together. And they will help reinforce each other as habits in your daily life. And again, once you have that first habit down pat, you can slowly start adding on new habits. And as you build up other habits, it gets really easy to continue to just add habits that you want to build and you want to have in your lifestyle and routine. You get comfortable trying new things and getting out of that comfort zone and just integrating those things into your routine and life. But like I said, when you're starting out, it can be really difficult. And something else that I would suggest is to use some sort of tracker, planner, or checklist, whether that's just a little daily to-do list. It can be on your phone using the notes app or an actual physical to-do list. Same with the planner tracker situation. A lot of planners now I'm finding actually have like an integrated tracker habit tracker within them, which is really cute and really helpful. So if you do use a physical planner and you're wanting to start more healthy habits, definitely get one of those ones that has the weekly tracker or daily tracker integrated into it. I think the most common one that I have seen is like a healthy meal eating tracker as well as the water tracker because those are probably two of the most common healthy habits that people want to get into but no matter what you're doing as long as in some way or form you are tracking yourself That will help you stay on top of it and just make sure that you don't forget about those habits that you're starting to integrate. Because I feel like one place where a lot of people fall short is just the fact that they forget to do the habit that they said they wanted to integrate. So having that physical reminder of writing it down, checking it off on a list further reinforces that daily habit of doing it every single day and just getting into that routine. It's also really important to have something to keep you accountable, whether that's a friend that you tell you want to do X habit today, and they might remind you to help you keep yourself accountable. Or again, the tracker and checklist can also be a form of accountability. But whatever that may look like to you, getting some form of accountability really also helps you stay on track with your habits and start integrating them better. Also you just need to make it fun like I feel like a lot of people put too much pressure on themselves to start these healthy habits or just start habits in general that that's a big reason why they fall off and stop doing them is because they put too much pressure on themselves it wasn't fun for them and it wasn't something that they were actually enjoying they just felt like they needed to do it because everybody else was doing it. So if you make your healthy habit fun, you are much more likely to keep it. For example, if you're wanting to start eating healthier or cooking at home, for example, instead of going out for dinner, make cooking at home fun. Make it an experience. Put on some music, have a little dance party, whether you're cooking by yourself or you're cooking with a partner or a roommate, just make it fun, whatever that healthy habit will be. My last little tip for the habit section is to not be so hard on yourself. If you miss a day back to what I was saying of a lot of people put too much stress on themselves to stay up with their habits is that if you miss a day, it's totally okay. And you need to remember to be gentle to yourself, that this lifestyle or habit or whatever it is that you're integrating is something that you're doing to better yourself. So as long as you're trying and as long as you're enjoying it. If you miss a day or slip up here and there, that's totally okay, and that's also natural. Everybody messes up, everybody slips up. Nobody is on their game or on their routine 100%, 365 days a year, so do not feel bad if you can't keep up with it all the time because it is so okay to take breaks, reset and come back to your routine when you're ready, where you're in that place that you actually feel like you can solidly keep up with and start your habit it. Flowing right into routines, I feel that a lot of just daily habits are actually what turn into routines. So as you start getting those habits down, they actually do become your routine. And as we start talking about routines, I want you to remember that everybody's routine looks different and it's supposed to. You need to find things that you enjoy and add those into your routine. Nobody's routine should look exactly the same no matter what TikTok shows you or Instagram shows you or YouTube shows you, everybody's routine should differ to some which way that is catered to their personal interests, what they enjoy, and just their schedule and timeline. So again, you need to find things that you enjoy to add to your routine. And your routine doesn't have to be long. It can be short, it can be like 10 minutes, or it can be an hour. It's whatever time amount you want that you think you have time for. And also, no one should be telling you what should or shouldn't be in your routine. Bringing it back around to the fact that everybody's routine looks different. If you think you want something in your routine, but someone else is saying that that shouldn't be a part of your routine, don't listen to them. You could have whatever you want be in your daily routine. Whether that's something as simple as you're religious and you want part of your religion in your morning routine or you're non-religious and you want nothing to do with spirituality or you hate journaling, then don't put journaling into your routine. If you think that eating breakfast first thing in the morning when you get up makes you feel sick to your stomach, it makes you nauseous, don't eat breakfast first thing in the morning if that is how you personally feel. You need to go by what is best for yourself, what is best for your body, and what is best for your day-to-day life and what works and flows in your routine. For example, I previously, personally, was never really a morning workout person. I loved doing late afternoon, mid-afternoon workouts, so a lot of people have a workout in their morning routine, and that just isn't for me. Maybe a little bit of a morning stretch, a little bit of yoga, something gentle to flow and get me moving into the day, but doing a hard sweat sesh, First thing in the morning just isn't for me personally, and I don't like it in my routine. So that's not something that I choose to add in there. Same thing with, I feel like showering is such a big personal thing. A lot of people love to shower first thing in the morning. I love showers in the evening. At the end of my night, having a nice hot shower, relaxing and like slowing down for the evening is what I personally love. I don't like waking up and necessarily having a shower first thing in the morning. Mind you, I do find that that tends to change with the seasons and just changes here and there, which is another thing as well. If you find your routine changes every now and then or changes with the season. Or changes with the seasons, changes with how you're feeling. That's totally okay as well. I feel like we all have different versions of our routine and that our routines don't necessarily look the same from day to day, but we do have habits that are consistent throughout our routines. When starting to form your routine or just getting habits into your daily lifestyle, sometimes it really helps to break down bigger habit goals into smaller, more attainable ones. For example, if it's if something that you wanna get into is working out every single day, breaking that down into starting to work out once a week And then having daily movement, which can be as simple as going for a walk or doing yoga, but having some sort of daily movement rather than a hard sweat sesh every single day when you're first starting out your routine is very, very helpful for the long run, because as I mentioned, it does take time to build up habits and build up that lifestyle. So breaking down some of your bigger habit goals into smaller, more attainable ones will help the longevity of your routine and help you create habits and a routine that is long lasting in your lifestyle. You also need to understand what helps keep you personally accountable. One of the biggest things when starting a routine and why a lot of people fall off is just because they give up they don't have someone holding them accountable to continue those things and it doesn't have to nece- and it doesn't necessarily have to be someone holding them accountable when over quarantine and the beginning of covid in 2020 when i really had a lack of motivation i think we all did just because the pandemic did hit home so hard and kind of shook up everyone's life definitely increased mental health issues but something that I found that really helped keep me accountable in my routines was sharing on social media. And I know that I do this as part of my job and I just genuinely enjoy sharing things on social media, But when I was at more of a low point, I started sharing my routines on TikTok and just sharing a daily part of my morning routine on my Instagram stories. Now, that may not be something that is necessarily applicable to you. Maybe you don't want to share on social media. But personally, that was something that I found kept me accountable and just was my form of accountability. But I think for most people, the easiest way to stay accountable is telling a friend and just having someone else telling you, hey, have you done this today? I remember you said you were going to do that. Like, did you did you do that? Did you stick to it? Um, Whether it's a parent or it's a friend. Okay, maybe not a parent, because I feel like that might feel more of a nagging sense. If you don't necessarily have more of that friendship relationship with your parents as a young adult, definitely a friend or maybe some other sort of relative that you're close with or even a boyfriend's significant other, or if you live with a roommate or significant other, trying to start doing those healthy habits together definitely will help you stay accountable and just keep you on track of those healthy habits and on your routine. I'm not 100% sure what the exact number of the statistic is, but when I was doing research last semester for how fitness in groups changes people's motivation as well as just the longevity of them staying in some sort of workout routine. I think it was something in between the percentage of 50 and 60 of increase in likeliness of sticking with the routine. So if you're doing your routine with someone else, whether it's virtually or if it's the person that you're living with, you are 50 to 60% more likely to stick to that routine if you are doing it with someone else. So fun fact, as social beings, we are just so much more likely to want to do something if other people are doing it with us. So if you do have someone that is around you that you can do it with, definitely reach out and see if they would want to start a healthy routine or just whatever habits you're interested in. See if they would want to do that with you. It could also be a fun bonding thing. If it's a partner that you're living with and you're starting your routine with just getting more atone to each other, I think that would also be a super great idea. But if you're more like me and you're not so much of a social butterfly or you live completely on your own, that to-do list, habit tracker, or planner is definitely another great source of accountability or, again, sharing on social media. If that is your preference, like I said in the beginning, it definitely was something that kept me accountable, so maybe it's something that you might want to try out and it'll help keep you accountable as well. The next biggest thing when starting a routine is your mindset. In anything you do, your mindset is the biggest motivator or can be the biggest thing that holds you back from doing something that you want. So how you approach starting a routine and building those healthy habits And just your mindset about everything in general really will be the determinant of whether it happens, whether you get it done and you actually can do it or not. So really take a minute to step back and self-evaluate a little bit. Think about your self-talk, think about your mindset When you're doing that habit or when you're doing that routine, are you telling yourself like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, I'm just doing this because I have to, because if that is your mindset, if that is your self-talk, there is no chance that you will stick to your healthy habit or your routine. You're not making it something enjoyable and you're negative self-reinforcing that it's not something that you want to do. So take a little minute and maybe even pause the podcast here. Take a second to just think about how you're talking to yourself about whatever it is that you're wanting to start within your routine or the habit that you want to start. What does your mindset look like around that and how do you talk to yourself about it? Like I said, if it's negative, That is something that you first want to address before you even start to implement more habits or start a routine in general. When it comes to routines, I think most people say they want to start with a good solid morning routine, which is amazing because a solid morning routine is really the pathway to success in whatever you are doing for the rest of your day. And if you are starting your morning with a negative mindset and negative self-talk, you are just setting yourself up for failure for the rest of the day. So start changing that negative self-talk And anytime you have that negative self-talk, outwardly positive negate it. I've talked about this a few times, but outward positive negations are so helpful for helping rewire your brain and changing that negative self-talk. And it can be as simple as, oh, I don't want to get up this morning. If you're thinking that saying outwardly, I am so excited for today. I am ready to get up and get my day started. Literally can be so simple, but just outwardly saying the positive opposite of whatever the negative thing is that you are thinking to help start forming a better, more positive mindset around your morning, around your routine, and around that healthy habit. Overall, just strengthening your mindset and having a stronger mindset is really what is going to help make your habit or your routine stick. Sometimes we do have to push through a little bit of demotivation in order to keep up with our habits, keep up with our routine. And I say this all the time on my Instagram, no one ever has motivation 100% of their days, every single day, 365 days a year. So remember that it takes dedication over motivation. Sometimes you have to push through those low motivation days and just continue the habit, go do that workout, drink your water. Sometimes it literally is just a mental barrier that you have to push yourself through in order to come out the other side stronger. And that goes honestly for anything that you're doing in life. The stronger the mindset, the more likely you are to succeed. Your mindset really is everything. And that's something that I really want to kind of ingrain in your heads, is that anything that you do in life, it really starts with your mindset and how you think about whatever it is that you are trying to do. So bringing it back to routines, when you're not feeling motivated to do your routine, Remember that it is okay to fall off and be kind to yourself and have an off day. But I think it is very different of having a low motivation day than to just fall off your routine. Laziness versus falling off your routine, two very different things. Sometimes you just need to push yourself up and push past the laziness. I think a lot of us know the fact that getting to the gym is the hardest part. I'm just using the gym as an example, but getting to the gym is the hard part. Once you're there, doing the workout is the easy part. So sometimes you just need to push past those mental barriers and get yourself to that place or do that thing, and once you're there, once you've done it, once you've poured your glass of water, it's easy to drink the water. Sometimes it's getting over what might seem like it's that hard part to get to the actual habit or doing the thing that is actually the easier part. And lastly, like I briefly mentioned, remembering that it is 100% totally okay to fall off your routine. That's totally normal, that's totally natural. And so, remembering just to be kind to yourself if you miss a day with your habit or you miss a day with your routine, but you have been keeping at it and you've been solidly doing your routine, and it's something that you enjoy, and maybe you just had a late night out, or you're feeling sick, and you weren't feeling well, and you just weren't up to doing your routine, but that is totally okay. And I think we as humans need to be a little bit kinder to ourselves, but at the same time, also remembering the difference between that being kind to ourselves and pushing past our lazy mental barriers because I also think that it is really easy just to say, nah, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll start tomorrow or I'll pick it back up the next day if you fall off and the next day turns into the next week, which turns into the next month. So when you do fall off, remember that it is okay to fall off, but you need to pick yourself back up, get back on the wagon, get back on the train, whatever you call it, but just pick yourself up and get back to it because Laziness sometimes does take over, so bringing it back to having that strong mindset and pushing yourself past those mental barriers of laziness and just getting it done, because sometimes that is all that it takes is just pushing yourself and getting it done and having a little bit more mental toughness. I'm going to wrap up with saying that your routine should be something that you enjoy. Your healthy habits should be something that you enjoy because remember that you're doing it to better your life. You're doing it to make your body happier, make yourself just feel better in your lifestyle and in your daily life, whether it's to have more energy or to just. Feel better internally, whatever it may be, maybe be more productive in your day or get more movement in, whatever your ultimate goal is. Remember that you should always enjoy the journey, always enjoy the process. And if there is ever a time where you feel unsatisfied or unhappy with your routine or the habits that you're doing, remember that you can just stop it. You can discontinue that habit or that part of your routine and. Find something else that actually feels more fulfilling and that you actually genuinely enjoy because your routine should never be something that you feel like you're being forced to do. It should always be something that you enjoy and you look forward to. I honestly love my morning routines so much. I feel like... I go to sleep looking forward to getting up and doing my morning, pouring my morning glass of water, making my bed, maybe going for a walk or doing a little morning yoga. I recently actually have been doing a morning workout, which is totally out of character and not necessarily me, But the gym is actually super close to me now. So all it takes is going down the elevator and walking a literal two minutes down the street to go to my gym. And so I've actually been doing fasted workouts, which I might change because I don't have the most energy in the morning. But this past week, I actually have been doing a few morning workouts, and I have been looking forward to it and enjoying it. And again, like I was mentioning before, like you can change up your routine. Your routine doesn't have to look the same every single day, every single week, every single month. It is fun, I find, to change up my routine every now and then, have something different to look forward to, whether it's swapping out your morning coffee for a morning tea, Or switching up your morning journal prompts, just doing something a little bit different if you do enjoy journaling. Maybe it's switching your morning shower to an evening shower or your morning workout to an evening workout. Find whatever it is that is working for you in the moment and know that it is okay to switch it up and change it up and just find something a little bit different if you're feeling like you're a little bit too stuck in your routine as well. But with that, I am going to end off today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed. As usual, if you have any topic requests, feel free to DM thehealthcafe.co on Instagram or fill in our submission form on our website. And don't forget to leave a rate, review, and subscribe. And you will all hear me in the next episode. I love you guys so much.